I never expected that I would be in school with guys from Vietnam and Korea and Africa. So on this hill is kind of a glimpse of the world. This is Echoes from the Bell Tower. Stories of wit and wisdom from Benedictine monks who live, work, and pray in southern Indiana. I'm Brother Joel Blaze. And I'm Brother Colby Wolnikowski. Welcome to our second season of the podcast. This episode is the first part of a two-part series on brotherhood and community life. In this episode, we're going to talk about community in the seminary. And we're going to go in-depth about the Around the World Party and the role it serves in community building and seminary formation. If you listen to the preview episode we released in November about the Around the World Party, you may recognize some of the ambient audio you'll hear in this episode. In the second part of this episode, which will air in two weeks, you'll hear about brotherhood and community life in the monastery. Every monk plays a role in the community. Everyone does their part. Here is seminarian Luke Hassler to start us off. The seminary community here at St. Minard is is different than what you would find at a college campus because I think that at the core of this community is Christ. A central idea of the Catholic faith is community and building that community around Christ. In the seminary, community is built in several ways through the daily prayer schedule, having family-style meals three times a week, by taking the same classes and informal recreation like ping-pong tournaments and the Mardi Gras party. There's even a new Frisbee golf course on campus. Even the organization of the seminary helps build a community centered on Christ. The seminary breaks down into several smaller communities. Every seminarian is affiliated with a diocese or religious community. That's one community. They are members of academic classes. That would be a second community. Every seminarian has neighbors on the floor they live in. That creates a third community, and every seminarian also belongs to a formation house. Within each formation house, there are members from all six classes, starting from deacons down to first-year philosophy students. Here is Father Tobias Colgan. He is the vice rector of the seminary and school of theology. Each seminarian, as they enroll at St. Meinrad, are assigned to one of the five formation houses, St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, St. John, St. Paul. And that formation house becomes kind of a, a subset of the entire community, and each seminarian will be in that formation house the entire time He is at St. Minard, whether it be six years, four years, two years, however long. So he comes to know a certain segment of the full community a little better. The international seminarians create a small community of their own, and they have events during the year just for them. For several years, Father Tobias has served as a kind of coordinator of the international students, and he says it's one of the most enjoyable things about his job. We're very intentional about giving them, as an international group, opportunities for their own outings and activities. It's a way for them to build community within the larger community and a way for them to to help each other cross-culturally, interculturally, because they're all kind of facing the same cultural adaptation 
challenges, and they they do help each other quite beautifully, I would say. The international seminarians have an outing each semester that includes a multilingual mass with several different languages being used in the prayers, readings, and music. And once each semester, the whole seminary community attends a multilingual mass. There are two seminarians who are responsible for organizing the social events in the school. This year, Luke Hassler, who we heard earlier in this episode, is the social events coordinator, and David Farrell is his assistant. Last year, Joseph de Orbegozo and Gil Pierre organized the social events. Here's Joseph. It's funny because the job that we had is sometimes thought of as like one of the harder or more time-consuming jobs in the seminary just because there's a lot to do, a lot of prep work. Um, I think what Gil and I found, though, if I can speak for him, is that the community really helped us and made our job much lighter because of all the people who came together to help us, whether it be on the day, whether it be behind the scenes. Yeah, I know for me I was very intimidated by the job at first. This is Gil. What I found is that because the community was already so strong when we began the job that it was... um facilitating, you know, whatever gifts people had and kind of bringing that together to serve the community. Just thinking of all the stuff that a parish priest does and collaborating with people, bringing people's gifts out to serve a parish community, I definitely kind of saw that in the role as social coordinator. I also felt it helped me to become a little more comfortable with being a leader. I'm an introvert and maybe that's not my first thing I'd want to do but it's a role that I'm coming to find that I can do. One of the biggest community-building social events of each semester is the Around the World Party. It's put on by the community for the community. So first of all, you have to know that the student body here is very diverse. 29% of the student body is international. There are 36 students who were born outside the U.S. representing 16 countries of origin. We have people from... Uh, Kenya, we have people from Togo and Africa. We have people from Korea and Vietnam and and Asia. We have people who have lineage from Peru, from South America, from Central America, Mexico, Nicaragua, even New Zealand. (laughs) Just all these different places around the world. Plus, all the different ethnicities and all the different um, cultural backgrounds in the United States. From Kansas and Indiana down to Arkansas and Alabama. And so it's an event where all of these different cultures, all these different expressions of culture come out in food. And that food is shared all together. It's kind of like a fair style event and people walk around and try what they want. And tell me what you're making here. What is this? It's It's um, called horchata. It's a rice water. This is Emmanuel Torres talking to Brother William Sprower at the Around the World party this past fall. We blend uh, the rice with some cinnamon and then we just uh, add some um, condensed milk and sugar. It's very traditional in Mexico. You can find it almost in all Mexican restaurants. It tastes good. I just try it. It's good. May I try some? Yeah, sure. All right. 
Uh, one. Oh, that is very. It is good. Very good. It's not too sweet. It's not too sweet. Oh, that's perfect. That's good. I think that's delicious. Yeah, that's more water. Oh. It broadens our experience of other cultures and backgrounds. This is Father Julian Peters. If you remember from the first season of the podcast, cooking is one of Father Julian's hobbies. If he has time, he usually prepares a table for the Around the World party. We know a lot about what happens in other parts of the world. We hear a lot about other cultures. But this is an opportunity to really taste and see, to experience something of them in a very genuine way. Because these are very often the recipes that the guys have brought from home or they've learned to make from their families. And so I think that that uh, is one of the great values that helps us to be more informed uh, about other cultures and our understanding of where people come from. Students make a variety of food for around the world. Anything from homemade ice cream to Kansas City barbecue to tacos and spring rolls. One year, students even made pig brain. It's always interesting to see what people are going to prepare. And I'll try anything once. I'm an adventure eater. Uh, Some years back, some of the African students prepared goat. They went even to a farm and uh, butchered their own goat. And so um, there's always unique opportunities. Here is Brother William again at the Around the World party this past fall. He went around to the different booths and talked to the students about the food they prepared. This is seminarian Jay Cartwright from the Archdiocese of Nassau, Bahamas. The Around the World Party really allows us, uh, international seminarians in particular, to showcase our culture, to share another aspect of who we are with the rest of the seminarian community, uh, to show a little bit of where we've come from, to tell a little bit of our story. Uh, So it it helps build a fraternity among us brothers and, and helps us to understand each other a little bit better too. Our theme this year is coconut. And so we've made a Bahamian beans and rice with coconut milk. We've also made Bajan, that's Barbados, curry with coconut milk. We have a coconut tart, and we have a drink called Sky Juice from the Bahamas. And it's uh, gin and coconut water, and with sweetened condensed milk and coconut rum. My original name is Vung Luong is long, but I go by Vic. Vic is originally from Vietnam, but he's actually studying for the Archdiocese of Oklahoma City. Today we got two kinds of roast, and the first one is egg roast, is right there. The other is spring roast. One is fried, and the other is unfried roast. So it's St. Margaret. I have been here for, this is my fifth year, and I can tell for every around world party we, you know, present and we contribute a little bit to the community. So hopefully Vietnamese food are going to help the community and make them feel happy. This is the Arch OKC table and I've got some peach cobbler. This is John Herrera and Arch OKC means Archdiocese of Oklahoma City. In addition to that, we have some homemade ice cream, which we whipped up. Uh, over the past couple of days and then a few hours ago as well. So this is like the American table. Yeah, it's about as American as you can get, I think. (laughs) It's great. I think this is my favorite dish of all American foods. Peach cobbler. Yeah, desserts anyway. Yeah. Next up is Daniel Velasco. 
He's from Pueblo, Mexico, and he helped organize both the Arkansas and Latin American tables. So we start with some cheese quesadillas. We have some barbecue from Arkansas, so you can put some barbecue in your quesadilla. Uh, we have three different kinds of hot sauces, and then we have some tequila shots. Oh, wow, for so, dessert. <laughs> for dessert, yes, sir. If you, if you are getting too cold, you can get some tequila. <laughs> Today we prepared the three main meals. Richard Toboso is originally from Kenya in East Africa. We have chapati, which we make from wheat flour. You have to make a dough out of it to look like a tortilla. And you have to fry it using olive oil. And then we have beef stew. I had to buy enough beef. Then I use fresh tomatoes, onions, and some spices to make it. Then we have the kale which is so nutritious, and I just used oil, fresh onions and tomatoes to make it look like that. One thing I love about uh, Around the World Party, first of all, you get socialized from different cultures. You get different meals from different cultures, and also it helps the seminarians and other staff members to give their hospitality to the entire community then you just enjoy walking from one table to another. Even you may not know what you are eating, but you enjoy it. That's the beauty of Around the World Party, and I love it. Just a little bit of my personal background. This is Gil Pierre again. My family has always made fun of me as the picky eater. So that kind of always scared me off from different kind of foods. So to come here and be able to have the opportunity to try some of that. I think my family would be proud of me now, the amount of stuff I've grown to eat. <laughs> so that's my favorite part of it, just kind of the diverse foods that we get. As one who has studied in, in a foreign uh, language myself many years ago, I know the relief, the comfort that a person feels when they're able to uh, eat food that is familiar and to pray and to speak in your own language so when we have the multilingual liturgies if just for a moment if a student from a different country is saying a prayer in his native tongue in front of the entire chapel full of seminarians and staff there's a certain sense of being at home, at ease with that in that moment. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And I think foods often have that same effect on us. Uh, we don't call them comfort foods for nothing. And so the Around the World Party is a chance for everyone in the community to share a part of their home, a part of themselves. As I say, there's something uh, sacramental about gathering around the table. Now, whether it's a stand-up event like this is uh, out in the courtyard or whether we're sitting down at a meal together, there's just a dynamic that people begin to open up their lives to each other in different ways in those types of occasions. (music) 
Did you guys go to the Around the World party this year? Yeah. What was your favorite food? Oh, man, I don't even remember. I went all the way around the world. I tried everything. It was all... (laughs) (laughs) I was so full. (laughs) For like a while. Yeah. I felt guilty, actually. I... I went. I liked the. I liked Vic's rolls. Those were really good. The, the, the little, the unfried rolls. Yeah, that that the shell was amazing. It, it was, was like awesome. it was, it was transparent, something like that. Yeah, it was like transparent, and it was all it was like stretchy, it's like fresh. Yeah, it was super fresh. It was tasting awesome. And it was very good. It was good. What is community like in the seminary and the monastery? I think w- one big difference is um, the age range is a lot tighter in the seminary. The monastery, our age range is 23 to 98, I believe. And the majority of the seminarians are probably in their, their 20s. There's a lot more diversity in the seminary population, too. What is it like living with, uh, like, 90 monks? You have to stop and think about others before you do almost anything. Because anything you do pretty much affects the people you're living with. When you're living by yourself... You're the king of the castle. Yeah, you're the king of the castle. There's no rules about what I wear in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing about community life living with a bunch of other people is that you learn a lot about people and their habits. And in that way, you learn about yourself and your own habits, I think. I always say that the most rewarding part of monastic life and the most challenging part is the other monks, is, is living with all of them. And hearing the stories throughout the years, because, I mean, the monks who are older than us were at one time in our spot. And wouldn't you guys also say that there is no, like, one cookie-cutter St. Meinrad-type monk? I mean, I would say that everyone's really kind of very different. I mean, it's a complex community, and you throw in a complex creature like a human being, you're going to get some craziness. Yeah, I guess I that would be the the one common denominator is, you know, that that it was God that brought us all here ultimately. Right, and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this first episode on Brotherhood. Tune back in on April 13th to hear about community life in the monastery. This podcast was edited and produced by Krista Hall. With the help of Brother Joel Blaze, Brother Colby Wolnikowski, Brother William Sprower, Mary Jean Schumacher, Jim Paquette, Tammy Sheeter, and Christian Mozek. The music for this podcast was written and produced by Brother Joel. We would like to give a special thanks to monks Father Tobias Colgan and Father Julian Peters. We also want to thank our seminarians, Tony Cecil, Lou Kassler, Joseph de Orbegozo, Gil Pierre, Jay Cartwright, Emmanuel Torres, Vic Luong, John Herrera, Daniel Velasco, Richard DeBoso, and everyone who shared their stories with us. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're having our very first giveaway. If you leave a review for our podcast on iTunes, you can enter to win a prize pack. All of the contest details, including a picture of the prize pack, are on our website at stmeinrad.edu giveaway. We also have a couple extra short stories about the seminarian's St. Nicholas Banquet and a soccer tournament on our blog at stmeinrad.edu slash echoes.
What kind of shorts are people supposed to wear, though? That's what I don't understand. If, like, you can't wear, like, cargo shorts or... You can wear kind of khaki shorts as long as they're not too baggy or shorts out of other materials, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I put on the bell ca- cask. It's real. <laughs> this is like the fashion segment. <laughs> this is Fashion Corner, brought to you from a monk. <laughs> yeah.